90,000. We spend 90,000 hours of our life at work. On average, that means that most of us spend about one-third of our entire lives at work. Being at work isn't just a way of life, it's a part of life. With that said, the health of the relationships you have with those whom you spend those 90,000 hours with can have a high impact on the overall quality of your life. In this session, David McPeak explores just that. How do utility safety and ops leaders have healthy relationships with their teammates in ways that makes the team, its work, and the quality of life better? So let's join in on David's discussion and learn all about why leadership is only effective with those you have healthy relationships with. Developing relationships. Your relationships with your coworkers. For many of you out there, you may have a choice about who's on your team. For others, you may not have a choice about who's on your team. The critical thing that I want you to understand is you absolutely have a choice about what kind of relationships that you have with your teammates. In this section, we're going to talk about the importance of developing relationships. And when we say good relationships, what that means. Is it about liking each other? Is it more about respect? We'll talk about that. And lastly, we'll talk about how to foster effective relationships on your team because they're extremely important. And I want you to think about this too. Every member of your team is important. Let's say we had a football team and we took the world's greatest quarterback, whoever you view, the greatest quarterback of all time. I'm not going to name a name now, but you think about whoever that quarterback is in your mind. If we put 11 of that quarterback on a team, on a field against another football team, what would happen? they would lose and they would lose miserably. And here's why. Because somebody, while it's important that somebody can pass the ball, call the plays, the things the quarterback does, typically the leader, extremely important position. But no matter how well he or she throws it, somebody's got to catch it. We've got to have people to play defense. We've got to have linemen. People have to block. We've got to have special teams kick the ball. Every position and every person is important. And without each person and each position, the team can't win. Your team's just like that. Every member of your team is valuable. Every position, every role, every task is an important task. And if it doesn't get done, your team cannot accomplish its job. That's a critical thing that you need to understand. It goes back a lot to what we talked about with C5 leadership as we talk about developing relationships. Certainly the credibility piece of it. If you don't have credibility, it's going to be very difficult, almost impossible for you to develop effective working relationships with your team. The other C5 component that I want to talk about is the competence. Because when we talked about competence, one thing we talked about was efficacy. The belief that you and your team can succeed in a given situation or can complete a given task. And if you don't value and appreciate each team member and each position on the team, going to be very difficult to have that efficacy. And if you don't have the efficacy, going to be very difficult to accomplish your goals. Also, I want you to understand when we talk about developing relationships, really think during your work week, whatever your schedule looks like, and only think about the time you spend awake. You probably spend more time with your coworkers than you do with your family. And point being, if you have good, solid relationships at work, or if you have bad ones. Either way, relation, your working relationships are going to impact both your personal life and your professional effectiveness. 
And so that can be a good or a bad thing. And we really hope that you can foster effective relationships. That way it can have a positive impact both on your personal life and on your professional effectiveness, your, your life at work as well. There's a lot of studies out there that say most of us spend between 20 and 60 hours a week interacting with our coworkers, which is a lot of time. So all of those are, are reasons relationships is extremely important. And so when we talk about now effective relationships or good relationships, whatever adjective you want to use for it, what do we mean? And I want to stress it's not necessarily about liking each other. Now, I will say that helps. And I, uh, the other caveat to that, back to the C5 leadership, you do have to care about your team. And hopefully, as you complete some of the exercises we're talking about and as you get to know your team better, hopefully that fosters more of a like. But what absolutely is critical, absolutely critical, is that we have trust, is that we have mutual respect, is that we have value and appreciation for each person and, again, the role they play on the team. That is how we want to define an effective working relationship. Hopefully, too, we're aligned, working towards common goals. We have a common vision, purpose. We're a team. We communicate well. All these things have to happen because if that doesn't happen, if we don't have effective relationships, communication gets shut down, new ideas are discouraged, people feel isolated, and ultimately incidents are going to happen. So relationships are extremely important for so many reasons. And it really goes back to, or it starts with, how well you know your team. So now you've taken a DISC assessment. And you know, and hopefully your team has too, and maybe you've even done some 360 evaluations of each other. So hopefully now you know your preferences, your style, but you can identify that in other people, how they prefer to be led, what motivates them, how they prefer to learn, how they communicate, their personal leadership style, all those things, and that's important. We wanna talk about some other ways to get to know your team. And this doesn't mean you have to be anybody's best friend, but I really just want you to think about time and effort versus reward. And it's Monday morning, you come into work, and let's just say you got four people on your team. You walk by each one of those four people and you say, how was your weekend? And then they respond and say, oh, mine was good, how was yours? And you say, good, conversation's over. Five seconds of your time. Change the question, and when we talk about leadership skills, one of the most important things you can do is develop more questioning techniques and really think about your goal in the questions you ask. How was your weekend? Now, think about this. What did you do this weekend? Not going to be much longer conversation, but maybe they say, hey, I'm restoring a car, or I went fishing, or I went hunting, or I rode my bicycle, or, or I went to my son's sports tournament. Whatever it is, they're going to say something if you ask that question. And what you're probably going to find in that answer is you may find some common ground. And again, the more we find common ground with our teammates, the better quality relationships we're going to have. For each one of your teammates, you should know their, their primary spouse or loved ones, what their name is, their hobby, their, their, their favorite thing, what they like to do, the names of their kids and some of the sports or activities that they're involved in because everybody loves to talk about that or their grandkids, whatever it is. But... Figure those things out and be able to, to say when you come to work, hey, how was your weekend? Carter still playing basketball? Did y'all go to a tournament? Or how's the, the restoration of that old car coming, your, your T-bird you're working on? 
whatever it is. And you'll find that the more you ask those little questions and turn that five second, how was your weekend conversation into a discussion about what did you do this weekend? It's going to take maybe 10, 15 extra seconds, 20 seconds of your time. You're going to demonstrate a lot of caring. And again, the more caring you demonstrate, the more confidence you demonstrate, the more credibility you demonstrate, the more influence you're going to have. The more influence you have, the more of an effective leader you're going to become. So that's a very, very simple technique to get to know your team better. To sum up, the, the key points what we're talking about with develop, developing relationship, it, it really boils down to caring. The more you care about your team, most of this is automatically going to happen. Get to know your team. Know their preferences. Know how each person prefers to interact with you and the other members of the team. And again, always make your leadership about other people unless you're looking for somebody to blame. That is it's absolutely critical that you know your team. And some of this is up front too, the things we've talked about. If you don't have credibility, this doesn't work. If you, don't, if you aren't an effective communicator, and we just talked about questioning techniques, it's going to be very difficult to develop a relationship. So all these skills really start to improve and complement and augment each other, which is a really good thing. So as you're thinking about how, I, how you can lead your team more effectively, the, one of the most important things you can do is develop relationships with your teammate. Not like, but mutual respect, mutual appreciation. We trust each other. We value each other. Every member of the team, every task is important. And so really challenge you. Spend that time and effort. Focus on getting to know your teammates, developing professional, effective relationships with them. And I almost guarantee you that you'll, you'll see your team's performance improve you'll probably start to like each other, which is not a guarantee. And I will, the one caveat to that is, if you don't like people and just don't want to be around people at all and you're in a leadership position, that may be a problem. But if you don't necessarily like a person per se, but you do value them and respect them and appreciate them, that's still okay. You can work together and you can be productive. You can have common goals. And then as, as, as you really start questioning techniques, getting to know your team, probably find you like them a little better. The more cohesive, the more aligned you can make your team, the better results and performance you're going to achieve. Thank you for joining us for this podcast, which was produced by the team at Frontline Utility Leadership and Incident Prevention Magazine. Don't miss our next podcast. Make sure you subscribe at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. Until next time, stay safe.